Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. We got another dad joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Right off the right bat. Off the bat. Uh, I got some ketchup in my eye. I guess I see hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, I had to say it fast before you said it like the cat one. I was like, I gotta get my punch in. <laughs> like at first you went to the eyeball and I was like, Nope, that's a part of the joke. <laughs> Heinz. Classic. Well, I was I like what you started off with that one right away to get us into it. Yeah. I was also thinking there would be a mustard connection no. um, from the mustard seed, but I have um so you know my thoughts that aren't supposed to make it on the show? I yes. got a bunch. You do? Yeah. Let's <laughs> I, I wrote it down too. You know, before we start, mm-hmm. I will say that I think we should have an an Andrew's brain segment. What's going on in Andrew's brain? Andrew's brain. I think you need to create an original dad joke. Ah. Like one day I want you to be able to say this is an original. This okay. is an Andrew original. That should be definitely like work a, a on goal. that. I think I need to start making like graphics for the videos or something where it'd be like Andrew's brain. Because yeah. like these are original know? thoughts that popped I, into my head. I was literally sitting on the couch and I'm thinking, and then I asked Alexa something. And just it answered, and that was it. It was like such a. I was like, "Is the the Earth is the third um, planet from the Sun?" And then that was it. And I was just like confirm, confirming that with Alexa, and Jess was like, "What? What was that? What did you just ask that for?" And then I told her, I was like, "Well, I'm sitting here and I'm holding, feeding Elijah, and I was just thinking about it. I don't know, it popped into my head. So doesn't that make every country a third world country because we're the third planet from the Sun?" <laughs> No, that's an original dad joke. And then, <laughs> there you go. There's my original. <laughs> did it by accident right after you said it. And then oh, I was thinking because Logan's playing with his packing truck. We call it um, cargo on a ship, and then you call it uh, shipping. They're shipping when it's getting delivered to you. Why? Why not switch that around? It's on a ship. No. You know what I mean? No. So if you order a package, you order it by cargo because it's going in a car. Yeah. Huh? But if you ship it across the yeah. seas, it's on a ship. Yeah, so yeah like, come on. Right? Like, what the? So many things. Man, that's they needed you in there. Yeah. And you ever notice when you're talking, you can't like breathe out your nose? You have to stop. Um, <laughs> isn't that the whole isn't lightning the, round? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's about to thought. explode. <laughs> well, did you know there's some people who can actually do that? It's this, um, I forget what, where it is. Um, they can breathe out there. Australia? Nose yeah. Uh, well, they're upside down. Lead yeah. to Australia. <laughs> the, like the didgeridoo, you have to learn how to circular <laughs> breathe. So you, as you're playing, breathing out, they learn how to breathe in their nose at the same time. So that they can constantly, so that's like the didgeridoo is not like it just goes on forever. Like they wait, can just wait, play wait. without stopping. The didgeridoo is a is an instrument. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? One yeah. time I the boom 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 boom. That's a didgeridoo. Yeah. 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 Oh, like okay, yeah, that's like, pretty like cool. That classic that's Australian yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
So in order to play it, you have to learn it's how to be cir- able to... circular breathing. Yeah, it's called circular breathing. So as you're breathing out, you're also simultaneously breathing in with your nose. Wow. Mm. That's a skill. Yeah, yeah. You know what a skill is? You ever hear the, the monks that... Mm, like do that singing yes mongolian throat mongolians singing. yes <laughs> that's a skill it's a like, similar i need to get out more yeah. i don't know any of this they also <laughs> they also do circular breathing too the mongolian throat singers yeah fun fact wow there you go so that's your answer <laughs> a lot of musicians can breathe through their nose oh wow josh can you do that you're a magician magician I'm he's a magician, a magician. Yeah. <laughs> they're magician musicians <laughs> Yeah, I can I cannot do that though. Yeah. <laughs> one day, we can only try, aspire. I got one yeah. more thought. Oh my god! Do you have another one? Yeah, oh my goodness. Because you know us. how they always say like, "There's more water in the world." We're more what? Yeah, yeah, the, but there's land underwater. So isn't there more land? <laughs> I don't know if you consider that land. Is that land? <laughs> Is this more of like my soup talk? <laughs> <laughs> It's well, land. I, I think land is what's above water. Correct. And is there really gravity in water? Um, the ice cream truck? <laughs> yeah, is the ice cream truck going to get picked up? Probably. Let's ask him what he thinks about this. He'll just leave. <laughs> These are just and, weird random thoughts that pop into my head in the middle of the night of feeding Elijah. <laughs> that's good, man. That's what happens when you're sitting there, right? In yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. Just nonsense. You're just, and you're a little delusional. And, and I was like, oh, just like yeah, exactly. Maybe that's it. I'm more delusional than <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are documenting these so that yeah, we can. I did. I wrote them down. That. I was like, at one point, my phone's all the way over there and I'm like bouncing the bottle. I was like, I got to write this thought down. <laughs> <laughs> got to get this going. It's going to be great for the podcast. <laughs> wow. Cool. I guess I, I don't even, I'm going to try and be more conscious now of like my brain throughout the week and see if I have some crazy thoughts that I can add to this. Nice. Telling you things don't make sense in the world. Like the shipping and the cargo thing makes no sense. Well, why do we drive drive on the parkway? That makes no sense. So there you go. The people (sighs) who created all these names were a little backwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They don't understand what was going on. But lay off the grass. <laughs> exactly. That's what it sounds like. You're talking to me like, what are you feeding Elijah? Hey, bro. <laughs> Special milk now. <laughs> well, that's uh, it's crazy you were talking before about that. So you're having a special formula now? Yeah, I was just telling Josh, too. It's um, like a uh, milk uh, protein allergy. So you got to get the special formula now with the craziness of like, the formula shortage is just it's just nuts it's just another layer yeah. to it all right everyone's nuts including joe biden he did you see <laughs> that he came out and said that he's puerto rican it's like you you are not puerto rican what i did not know <laughs> he that. said i'm some i'm a little puerto rican yeah i yeah. don't think so he's a little uh well, maybe he thinks so i feel like i am so just it just I really came like, across my feed where they yeah. were like inter- interviewing everyone they were like saying like oh are you um Puerto Rican, they're like, who's the best, uh, like famous Puerto Rican? And then they were saying people like Bad Bunny, J Lo, and then uh, at the end of it, they're like, did you know Joe Biden said he's a little? And they're like, he's lying. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> he thinks he is. Maybe he said he'd been to Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's where he got confused. There you go. That might have been it. Yeah, I feel like I am very uh, disconnected with like. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, That's but sometimes thing. I like don't even want to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think like, it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Definitely. It's a wild thing. I've been hearing now more because Ronnie was talking to me about like Candace Owens and her um, kind of just like what she's working on and different things. So there's just 
so much that's out there in this yeah. extra part of the world that like she sometimes just did I just, something with Kanye, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting. But again, I just feel like I have no idea what is actually going on. Well, it's interesting, actually. Um, so Candace Owens' husband, uh, his name is George Farmer, and he is um, a British guy who is the the CEO and the owner of, of Parlay or Parler. It's like a, another social media platform that's okay. like for, specifically for free speech after like Twitter started being crazy. Um, but it was funny, as Candace Owens was in Paris, her husband was actually on Pints with Aquinas. Really? Which is really cool. Yeah, they had this really long, it was a five-hour interview, actually. It was, it was pretty neat. I didn't watch the whole thing. But, wow, it's a long um, interview. A long interview. But um, That's like the Rogan ones. He does long yeah, ones like, like that. Long, long yeah. form, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was just interesting. Like I, I was hearing about that story live on Pints with Aquinas when I was watching this Catholic interview. Because apparently he's like an incredibly devout Catholic. Um so I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is really, yeah. There is a lot that goes on and things that I will, I am trying to figure out and kind of understand a little bit more, but still like just, I'm so busy. I don't think I have time to sit down and say, let me know what's going on in like politics and yeah. like the world that way. But yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say I've been in and out of that world quite a bit because I find myself, I'll be on those sites, I'll be on Daily Wire, like all that stuff and I'll hit it up a lot. And then whenever I do, I just get anxious. So I'm like, this isn't worth it. It is like spending all this time just to find information that's affirming that you believe everything's going to the pot, you know. Mm. Um, So I think I think it's better to you know have the world and politics at arm's length because I think there's a lot of evil out there, and we just don't need to reflect on that stuff. I think. And sometimes too, I find myself getting into the trap of like believing everything you see in a sense, or also thinking that what's on the internet is the majority of the views in the world and stuff like that, you know, just because it's being talked about in like a social media aspect, it doesn't mean that it's really prevalent. Oh, Um, big time. I think with Elon Musk making that, like with the purchase of Twitter and all of that, that he went through with all of that, it did expose how small of a population is actually on Twitter. Because I think sometimes I like sit there and I'm like, oh, well, this is the majority of the people, but it really isn't. And how much of the Twitter base is fake? They yeah. found like thirty, what thirty three percent of all of the accounts were bots. Yeah, like, just that's, fake that's users. Insane to me. Exactly. Like, that, that can literally be programmed to like say and do anything, and so like you have to believe that a lot of this stuff is fake. Like, yeah, and you know what? It sometimes like, again, like we talk about like we're trying to exist on the internet, but I think it's more about the idea of like this is a part of our lives, and um, you know, enjoy it in a sense because technology is is really fascinating and just. The things that we can do with technology is awesome. So uh, there's there's value to it, but it's also like the human interaction and how important that is, and how it's like yes, you know, these things are almost social media and just the internet should just be enhancers to what goes on personally. And mm-hmm. I think that was the first like goal in mind of like we interact humanly, so let's try and make it better. You know, how can we connect with more people through mm-hmm. the internet and stuff? But now it's almost like became the end all be all instead of like a supporting piece to it. Um, I think that's like the challenge for us to try and balance that a little bit. Yeah. And it's like everything else with like greed and power. As soon as people see that there's a platform that they can get more control over, especially over the people, you know, it's, it's going to go in the wrong hands and yeah. people are going to abuse it. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I was, I like that, like the success talk. Like, of course, everybody, we want to, everybody wants to be successful, Right. Like I want, I'm sitting there, this this is all on reflecting last night. Of course, I was so annoyed and so angry as I wear this right now at the Mets and they're frustrating to watch. And 
I want them to be successful. We want to be successful doing this, but success isn't, that's about you. And that's about what you want. It's significance is what you need. And that's for other people. And like, that's the main thing to look at Mm. is like, make sure like you put significance in your success. Cause then you are living for Jesus instead of just living for yourself, you know? Yeah. I think you're right. And that's such a fine line when it comes to wanting to be successful and identifying like, is this a selfish thing or this is, yeah, yeah. You just do the success and then you're just doing everything for you and not like paying it forward or making sure that you do stuff. Like I just saw like an interesting story. I don't know if anyone saw this, um, picture years and years ago of this um african uh starving child and the vulture behind her no there's this famous picture it's like new york times like top 100 influenced pictures so the guy who took the picture he took it and he tried to shoo the vulture away but he was told like oh don't touch her uh don't help them out like they have diseases so don't so he literally just took this picture to show, like, this is what they're living with. But he didn't, like, then he left. And we don't know what happened to the girl who he took the picture of. It's literally her crawling to try to get to food. There was this camp where they were going to get food. Um, this was all in the article with the, uh, actually, Tim Tebow put it up on this article. And this guy um, took this picture. He came back. uh he won an award for it. And then four months later he killed himself because it ate him up inside, I guess of like what happened with like how he didn't do anything for this girl. And then this picture is everywhere. Oh my gosh. So like that is the perfect example of, um, success. Right. And he lived for himself and then he didn't do the significance of like helping her, Mm. you know? Gotcha. So, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Like the understanding of like, you can be successful, but is that really significant to helping others or yeah. to bettering the world in a sense? Like what, what are you contributing in a way? Like your success, are you successful because that's what your idea of success is? Or are you being successful because you are supporting or enhancing the world? And, and yeah. right at that moment too, that's where the, what would Jesus do comes into your mind? Mm. You know, like you got to think that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think to build on that a little bit, because like it kind of just reminded me of like personal ex, uh, experiences, like just as of late, um, just because of starting a new job. And for mm-hmm. me, like having a desire for success, like we're starting something new. And I, here I am sitting like, you know, I, I want to be successful in this world, in this job and um, build something. But at what cost? Right. And like kind of trying to remind myself through this process of like, you can, you know, I want to strive for success and I want to work really hard at what I'm doing, but I also need to understand the balance of this should not be my end all be all, right? Like we talk about our faith and um, our purpose in life and how ultimately we should be striving for what God wants us to be in life, you know? And uh, like you said, how success can sometimes be selfish. It's like, am I striving for this success in work for a personal reason or am I striving because this is an opportunity for me to better the world along the journey through that success in a sense, you know? So it's like always trying to like step back through your, through your journeys and saying, okay, where am I at in my life as far as am I doing God's will or am I just kind of pursuing something Mm. that I think is just an important significance to me? Um, 
Yeah, that's a tough. That's a struggle. It's like what? Yeah. Of course, everybody wants to be successful, but it's what you do with your success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we always have to <clears throat> keep in mind about our vocation too and the importance of that. Mm. And we never want to abandon that as well. Just like our roles as, as, as husband and father, like that should always come first above all things. And it's very easy for us to kind of, you know, put that attention that we should be putting on that, like in our work or in the stuff, because we think it's, it's helping that and it's uplifting that. But there is that balance of like how, where, where's my attention? Where's my heart? Where's my focus? Where's my time? Where's my, all that stuff. So yeah, it's definitely a balance game. And that's so. a cool, because uh, I went through like a long discernment process in a sense of kind of, of trying to understand where, like what am I supposed to do in life, right? I think everyone goes through a, per, a point in time where, you know, it's like, okay, get a job and kind of do your thing. And you grow up just having these goals and dreams about being a professional athlete or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you, reality hits and it's like, okay, I'm not going to do that, but what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And it was funny because I remember like thinking through that like process and it really started as like, God, where am I supposed to work? Where am I supposed to be? Like very earthly kind of things in a sense. But then it was well, at the end of that, I realized that like my purpose is to be a husband, to be a father, to those things are going to be what ultimately makes my life feel fulfilled. And that's, I think, what is so important within and our faith. That's a good thing too, because like, I think we've all been there where we use God and Jesus and our prayers as a wish list or as some, asking Santa something, you know, and like that, like <clears throat> praying to God for the Mets to win the World Series, he's like, <laughs> doesn't even answer that call. He's like, yeah, okay. I got hunger over here. I got this, that, and that. Do you think I care about the Mets? I could make an argument as to why. <laughs> like I think about, I'm like, well, Notre Dame winning would make my... My personal yeah, for life. Us. <laughs> I'd be happier. <laughs> Don't <you> be happy? <laughs> no, you're right. It's true. It, what is ultimately like, what is God's will? Yeah. And you're right. The in, significance and the purpose of real things versus yeah, yeah, like yeah, right. a, a sports team winning for sure. You know, this kind of ties into, cause I know we talked about it. Uh, fathers do. Oh yeah, that definitely does because, um, that's the perfect success story and significance story of, um, what we're talking about right just it like how hand hand. that movie was very very good it touched me a lot it like did you really see fathers too? i haven't seen it yet you haven't no, watched it yet. it's on okay. the list yeah, yeah so i just it. watched it finally last yeah. night actually did you when did you i watched watch it, it when i texted you guys that it was on netflix yes yeah. um but yeah that it really like touched a lot of feelings and just like how this guy was going down all these wrong paths and then um, realized after a big accident of what he had to do in life and what he wanted and then just still hitting those struggles and then like that moment where they brought him in and they made him a priest just like I felt like your, your tear docs like Definitely. going up like it really like was I beautiful. Mean, this is a perfect example of like his journey was he had different ideas of success throughout his life too. And he, he did it all for a girl. Like yeah. the only reason why he went to church was for a girl to impress her. And it's just funny, like how much it like changed him. Really did. And so it was a great movie. I definitely yeah. recommend it. It was, it, it's such a good movie in a sense that like, I think from a, just from like a pure, I'm just going to watch a movie type of yeah. standpoint, it was very well done. And then, to have the message that was coming behind it was awesome. Cause I feel like half the time you watch like any sort of, you know, good 
message movie, especially something that's rooted in faith. Like I think about all the movies on like formed and stuff and they're just on such low budgets, the actors. Mm. And sometimes it's like yeah, painful yeah, yeah, to work yeah, through yeah, to yeah. just get the message. But this really had everything. It um, was all Mel, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Like, Cause he, he, you know, he did passion of the Christ. Yeah. And, um, Mel Gibson was great in it and they really got this story across of just like how that that's I think what we need more in life of like for our faith is like this guy like the example the prison where he's in the prison and the one guy's trying to preach to them and the all the prisoners are just like not having it and he's like he goes <laughs> I'm gonna quote him he goes how how many uh, phone calls you get a day and then he's like, one, who you call your mom to let make her sad that you're here or you call your girlfriend, you know, who is probably with some other guy right now because you're in here forever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they all shut up. And then he's like, you know, who you could call for free and you don't need that phone call is God and he'll forgive you and bring you back. And, and then they all shut up and started listening. Like that was very like powerful to me. They did a great job of showing the realness of the world mm. and things that you can face and brokenness. And then they did it. I loved the message of like just his tough love and just like his um meaner is that the correct word like his demeanor 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 um of like how he came across and how everyone loved him and like even when he was in the I guess it was the nursing home everyone came to confess their sins or just see him and talk to him which was great yeah I took a few things away from it one of them was the uh speak your voice in a sense like God uses everyone and, and he uses you and your unique personality mm. and the way that you are to get his message across. And that's what I thought was so cool about this story of Father Stu is Father Stu had a very unique personality. Yes. And he preached and, and he was able to resonate with a lot of people because he was just genuinely himself. That's what's great with priests, like when you can connect with them, when they have that genuine, per, gen, genuine salami, genuine. <laughs> Genoa salami. <laughs> Genuine salami. Genuine. Yes. Yeah. Andrew's brain. <laughs> it's like, oh, that would taste good right now. That's a sign. <laughs> the Mets are going to hit a grand slam tonight. <laughs> when, <laughs> but, but the, yeah, you know what I mean? What I'm trying to say? Like, when yeah. you connect with that priest, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of us have that feeling or a preacher or someone like that. Even, like, someone like um, uh, Tim Tebow, who's like, talks with. Um, at his rallies or you can it doesn't have to be a priest there's people that do talk about god that aren't afraid about it and really can make you feel a certain way yeah. definitely yeah i well, i just thought it exactly and it's great to think of it in the sense and especially in today's world for us i think for people that watch this movie and see this movie they did a pretty good job of sh depicting kind of the two sides of things and it was like a traditional catholic parish and the traditional way to go about things mm. and here was father Stu walking into this parish and saying for a girl for a girl mm -hmm. one without any sort of understanding at all i thought that was a funny scene when he walks into mass um just because he's trying to pursue this girl and she's going into mass and he's like i gotta go find her and he's like kind of standing in the middle of the pews like yeah. just looking around and everyone's like what are you doing like mass <laughs> has started and just the complete resistance to him as a person and who he was and then to see his kind of, all of a sudden, one, it just speaks to the power of Christ and the fact that he was just around faith, that it touched him. That's all it took was him to just be in the presence of God. And over time, it started to resonate and, and hit. Even in the bar, that was God. 
talking yeah, to. Yeah, that was a very and interesting then experience. The guy, the guy, this guy is talking to him at the bar and they're doing shot for shot. Right. And, um, he's saying all this stuff to him. And then at the end he goes, don't drive. Oh, they weren't. He wasn't drinking the other guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then he goes, what was that guy drinking? Yeah. He goes, water, water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, I just think that it cool, it's cool for us to see like the idea of it doesn't have to be a certain way, right? Like sometimes I think Catholicism and the, the speaking about your faith has to be this like certain way. Yeah. And, and Father Stu is the perfect example of that. You don't have to be this, you know, the way that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it resonates. And I think that there's value to hearing it in a way that it's just genuine. I think that's what it's about. It's like this genuine conversation and, and how he genuinely felt about his faith. And um, it's, it was a cool message. And then, I mean, it just was a tremendous, uh, tremendous talk and conversation about suffering. Mm. Um, I mean, what Father Stu went through. I didn't really know his story. Um, Garrick's disease, right, pretty much? It was a mus- yeah. muscle disease. It was similar to ALS. But um, basically, he was pursuing to become a priest. And in the middle of that process, he found out that he had this deadly muscle disease. Mm. And he was basically like losing all of the feeling and, and the control of his muscles. Um, so it really was preventing him from kind of continuing. Did to they be, say his age? I know he lived to 50. They didn't really mention yeah, that throughout the process. I don't know how old he was when he became a priest. but That was one of the parts that I thought was interesting. Like the movie was a movie, right? Mm. Like it exaggerated a lot yeah, of things yeah, yeah. in the timeline. It was a little blurry. Um, mm-hmm. Everything happened so quick. Yeah. But, um, but very unique. Like here is this guy who is pursuing God. And then all of a sudden he's, he's presented with this terrible suffering. And, you know, any normal person would think, well, what the heck? Like, wh- how how is this happening to me? Like, I'm, I'm pursuing you, Lord, and you're going to give me this suffering. And it was the way that he approached the suffering and it was how he lived through the suffering that really, like, resonated with people. Um, but it was cool to hear this one line that I thought was interesting. And uh, it was like a good reminder for us. And the root of a lot of the conversations throughout the movie was forgiveness of your sins mm-hmm. and identifying that like we're all broken and even the broken people can be saved by God. Cause I think that was the initial hesitation from father Stu, like joining this parish. It was the thought of like, this is a bad guy. He's got DUIs. He's, he curses all the time. Oh, he's that, a boxer. You, I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, yeah, so ahead. yeah. So that was the initial resistance. And then, um, it was kind of through the process that they started to see that he understood what faith was about oh. and how he was talking about suffering. And um, I kind of got a little lost what I Sorry. was saying. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but the line that really stood out to me was he reminded me about Jesus on the cross. Um, and he talked about the thought of Jesus showed us what suffering is when God is not around, right? Like, God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. Jesus took all of our sins and died for us on the cross. And it was because of that, that we now all have been given the mercy to be forgiven and to be able to live with mercy and with God's mercy and to to be able to now be forgiven for the faults that we have done and all the things that we have sinned through. And it was a good reminder because I think sometimes, at least for me, I realize that like I go through my faith journey and I understand the significance, right, of Jesus crucified and dying for our sins. But sometimes there's different ways that things can be said that can resonate again in your life and kind of reaffirm different things. And it reaffirmed for me the idea of like, wait a second, like 
this was what, this is a result of my sins. And it's Jesus's death and resurrection on the cross that has given me the ability to receive God's mercy. And now that I think can transcend, at least for me, it's transcended the way that like I go about my faith life in a sense of like, wow, this God loved us so much and he loves us so much that he gave us his only son. So there is this desire for a relationship and this desire for feeling that love that can kind of like move me in a direction to be able to like have a desire to increase my faith, uh, if that makes sense. But it was just like a very cool and good movie. Um, definitely I would recommend it if anyone's free, you got two hours, go there watch is it. There's a lot of language in it, but um, they my, did a great job. My favorite thing was when he got denied uh, and he marched in there with the letter. And then they brought, that's where I thought you were going with, uh, how they brought up the DWIs and this and that. And he went back at him and he, about, your apostles are all criminals. I'm just here to preach about Jesus and spread the word and you're not going to stop me. Yeah. It is interesting because I think there was a valid reason to feel resistance to someone like Father Stu walking into the, mm -hmm. to say, I want to become a priest. Um, I know from firsthand examples, like talking to different people that I know that like there are constant people that are pursuing priesthood for the wrong reasons and that there is a hesitation to accept anyone because of like the things that have happened in the past. But here is like a unique story where, you know, God was working in Father Stu or at the time Stu's life. Mm -hmm. to to get him there. And of course, like I understand that resistance. It's like, how could we accept this person to become a priest? Like a priest needs to be on this level. But it did kind of break that mold in a way. Yeah, that like, was the beauty of it. Yeah. Just saying like, you, they don't have to be. You can make mistakes and become a priest. You can develop, you can uh, preach your, your beliefs and push everything the way, strongly the way you believe. Yeah. You know? I think it was really even inspiring for us as like lay people, you know, I don't think it means that we all ultimately have to strive to become priests, but oh, it can yeah. be inspiring for us to be reminded. Even just something like this. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was trying yeah. to like get to. It's like that, like we're broken, like we're all sinners. And because we've sinned, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden now you're not allowed to talk about God. Like, I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, we've identified that we're broken and that because we're broken, we want to be even deeper in our faith and learn yeah. more about our faith. And it shouldn't discredit anything that like you believe in or what you say, because ultimately God has saved us and that there is a very powerful thing that is out there. And that's our faith in that there's value in just talking about it in any mm -hmm. way that you feel like it, it, it relates to you in a sense. So yeah, it's a good movie. I really liked it. I, I didn't know what to expect. But it yeah. was really good. Yeah, me neither. But it was it was very good. Yeah, it was cool. Mark Wahlberg is uh he's always I feel like he's always playing that boxer. <laughs> yeah, he's always boxing. He what? boxed Jesus at one point. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he punched, he punched a the statue. statue. Of, yeah, <laughs> and then he's dying, and Mary's talking to him. He's like, "Tell your son I'm not scared." <laughs> yeah, he's yelling at her. I know it was very, but it was very real. Like mm -hmm. it was, it was real. It didn't hide from and, and the messiness. Also, the one thing to loop around with this whole story is how it like shows you like you can go through something very dramatic, which what he did in his life, and it can affect your whole life. But just always remember that God is willing to take you back and bring you on the right path. 
and like as long as you make sure you find that and allow like he allowed that door to open and he went through it and went the correct path like he was on that negative journey for so long with the uh, drinking and whatever he was doing and all the bad stuff and uh even his parents didn't help they were on the bad journey and he even like got his father to get baptized at the end which yeah. was great i think you're right you just hit that nail right on the head i think that's exactly it it's don't let your sins prevent you from allowing god to work in your life mm -hmm. you know like because that's what i think like Stu, like like he was talking about like he yep. Talked about his journey and how he resisted God at so many points of his life, but he realized like at each moment God was reaching out to him. And it was just a matter of when he finally accepted it and when he did, what it did in his life. And it wasn't overnight either, which is cool. And I think that's a great reminder for us too. Like, yes, you know, he got to a point where he's like, okay. He's pro he was pretty much going to get married. Yeah. Like he was accepting yeah. God's working in his life, but he was still making mistakes along the way. And I think like we will always have struggles just because like, you embrace your faith doesn't mean all of a sudden like those things just go away, you know, but it should, uh, it was a reminder to like not get discouraged, but just like to keep, keep allowing God to work in your life. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the nature of, of grace, right? There that's, you go. What, that's what grace is, is that undeserved gift. There's nothing that we can do that will, you know, that to deserve it, but then also that we'll, we'll cut that off, you know, because God, God is constantly pouring love on us. Now a decision that we make can cause a wedge between that. Um, but all we need to do is, is to listen and to return to his call and to his gaze because he loves us and desires us and his, his love is constantly outpouring to us. And all we have to do is remove those distractions, listen to his voice and, and respond to that call and then we can come back home, you know. Mm. But, uh, but and yeah. it, it goes to to like, um, you know, on, on episodes and kind of the, how we begun all this was a lot of talking about the Bible mm -hmm. and there's such value in going to God's words, like his words in the scripture, because it'll teach you who he is, you know, like as you're going through this journey. And um, I know my faith has changed over time because I've learned more and more about who God is and who he wants me to be. And that comes from, you know, going into the Bible and listening to people talk about the Bible and understanding God's word, because that's where everything's rooted from at and, the end of the day. And the genius of how it, connects the old testament to the new testament every time jesus talks mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah that's a really cool and thing the cool thing is there's a phrase that says like the bible is alive like the word is alive right and so there's really something to that like literally we could read a passage from scripture and like every one of us could have something completely different mm -hmm. speak to us because it you know it like it shoots us to the core and, and like the lord will point things out to us and will open our eyes to things that we need to hear in the midst of, 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 you know, of reading the passages and stuff. So yeah, the Bible's a great source of that. Yeah. And I think the perfect example is the Jonah one where we both kind of saw things in different ways, but then kind of came together at the end. Definitely. When we yeah. did that episode. Yeah, exactly. I, I enjoy it because Father Stu was a very much a journey movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like you saw his journey. So I hope that that's what we can continue to do here on the podcast. And I think that's what we're trying to kind of relate to the audience is like, we want to talk about our journey through it, um, through faith and how there is, it is a bumpy road, but what, what are we learning throughout this journey, you know, and how are things changing? And, and it's really inspiring. And I think that for us too, it's another reminder of like community is important. And, um, 
when you are along on the journey, it helps to have someone along the journey with you. And Father Stu in the movie, like he had some really great people along there with him. So, you know, for everyone that's out there. Yeah, like the it's, uh, one priest, his friend, Ham, was yeah. like very good. To yeah, him. so it's always important to have that community. And I hope that we can kind of inspire a little bit of mm -hmm. that, you know, for people to feel like, you know what, hey, like, we're along on this as well, you know? Like We're inspiring kind of enough people it. that want you to watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I see. I know. <laughs> so. What an awesome gift. <laughs> Shout out Shelly. <laughs> Josh had to reconfirm for me that Aragon. he is not a Aragon's duck. Aragorn's not yeah, a yeah, duck. Yeah, yeah. Aragorn's not a duck. Yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's pretty pretty uh, cool, but... <laughs> That's like um, in VeggieTales with yeah. um, the Great Pie War mm. and uh, <laughs> the David... Uh, desires the duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 the duck. There's our duck. <laughs> There's our duck. It's great. Um, so you know you're looking really good, Andrew. I'm Thanks. Sorry to... I'm at a hundred. I lost a hundred pounds. You lost a hundred yeah. pounds. Incredible. Throw a round of applause. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Good now it's like maintaining and yes. trying to, uh, you know, keep it going. Yeah. You know. So I did have a question for you guys. I I was gonna say it before we started the podcast, but yeah, put I you on the spot. Um, the so I, obviously, like, I'm assuming and I'm thinking that we all want to try and do Exodus again in uh, January. I would love for Andrew to join Go Exodus 90. But I, if you guys are up to it, I was thinking we can find a, because uh, Exodus has tons of other exercises. I've done a few on my own. If we're interested together, like as a group, to do like a little Exodus challenge before, you know, January 1st, and then it could be something that, we can bring into the podcast too, and we can just kind of update um, the audience and um, talk about that because Exodus does a great job of like frameworking and creating a structure for you to kind of see like a real journey. Um, and I would love to do something together. And I think that it could be good content also for mm -hmm. us to talk about, you know, how we're dealing with different things. So if you're up to it, you know, something to think about. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. Cool. Yeah, it'd be fun. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll, uh, announce that on our next episode but uh i'll just grow must like shave everything else do the mustache thing in november yeah would, <laughs> i've been no. slowly kind of trying yeah. to do that. i don't know if you i've been trying to keep the, my uh I, it's longer now but i've been trying to keep my sides shorter so mm -hmm. that my mustache is a little bit yeah i think it looks good you run that's a good look yeah i can't do that i got these big chubby cheeks like i have to have a little have a full beard. Of, you know. You've always it's like a security pillow. Yeah, you've always had my security beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I used to forever. Yes. I just have a chin patch. You did. That's right. I remember that now. I'm at a point where I like my skin is so bad. I just always yeah. Now, now my skin's bad. <laughs> I, I have like the worst. But I, man, I like when I was younger. I always thought it was so cool. When people, if you can rock a mustache, I. Yeah. respect you yeah. <laughs> like firefighters I i've always wanted i wanted to be a firefighter when i was younger just because i wanted to have a have cool a, mustache. A mustache yeah like your dad would rock a really cool mustache when we were younger i don't i don't <laughs> think i can grow a mustache though like i mean like make it look good just that it would be very yeah. interesting no i, I say we do it <laughs> let's do I'd, it <laughs> movember yeah yeah good motivation to lose Just weight have a too. caterpillar <laughs> on your face <laughs> i mean come on and then when people ask you questions about it it gives you a reason to talk about your faith yeah, yeah. scan well, this qr code and go here exactly <laughs> like, well if you listen to our podcast you understand um <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh we got to keep with the theme and do the draft oh let's end with the draft i like it um let's do uh cereal 
Cool. We, cereal. You gave us a little sneak preview yeah. to this. I didn't realize. But uh, we won't do the off-brand yeah, ones. Yeah, we'll yeah. do the real ones. So I, I get the first one because okay. um, you went first and Josh, now me. Okay. So I'm going to take uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, man. man. That was my number one. <laughs> Same. Wow. Changes everything. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best. Yes, it's that the is best. Best. I love that's one of my favorite. Yes. Okay. Um, well, that's one A. I'm going to have to take one B, at least for me personally, and that is Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. Love Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. I love the Raisin Bran Crunch, I think, with, like the, with, <laughs> a, with, a, granola, with a granola in it. Yeah. Like a, yeah. That's like Daniel Jones. It would have still been on the board. <laughs> exactly. You could add that around three. <laughs> Which what which brand is this? Because I know there are a decent amount of uh it's like, a purple box, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cereal or do you put it in yogurt type of things? Uh I mean I've i put it in yogurt before, but I don't know. I'm, it's good with milk. Yeah. Okay. Solid pick. You got two, Josh. Oh, shoot. Um I, I like just like checks, you know. Mm. Keep it easy, keep it simple. Wow, good call. Now you just opened me up to other things that I wasn't thinking about. Nice. All right, Andrew. Oh no, is it back to me? Okay. Uh, life. Yeah. Love life. Life so good. Yes. That reminded me. Checks reminded me of life. I prefer the cinnamon brand of life, but life is great. Rice Krispies. Ooh, Snap Crackle Pop. Yeah. And then I got another one, right? Yes, yeah. you do on the back. Um, I am going to take uh, Fruit Loops. Mm. Actually, no. Whoa. Apple Jacks. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Fruit Loops and Apple yeah, Jacks yeah, are a little yeah. bit interchangeable. I'll stick with Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Stick with Fruit Loops. Yeah, I said Fruit Loops first. Yes. Do you remember the box like we used to get it when we were younger? I think it was just the Costco thing where it was like just the big box and it yeah, had the four different yeah, yeah. or three different cereals in there. Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops. I forget what the third one was, but um, probably Honey Nut. All right, so I got Honey Nut Cheerios, Life, and then my third and final. I loved it. Always because of the boxes, and I still get it because of the boxes. And I realize that it's kind of a bland cereal, but because of the boxes, it makes it that much better. Wheaties, I love Wheaties. That's the frog. What is that? The frog guy? (laughs) I don't know, Andrew. (laughs) You're in a five minute suspension box, you can't talk. (laughs) Wheaties, the sports. Oh, oh, yeah, they always like Michael Jordan on the box of Wheaties, right. If you eat your Wheaties, you'll hit home runs. Mm. All right. So actually, I realized I misspoke. I didn't mean Razor Brand Crunch. I meant um, the Honey honey Bunches of Oats. Oh. That's what oh, I meant yes, to say. Right. The Razor Brand Crunch. That's a good one. I was one. just thinking what was with granola that I love, and it's it's the uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. It's with got the almonds, shaved almonds. With the almonds in it. That's that's why I number Those are good. So I, I redacted. Um, <laughs> that's what I say for. What did I say for number two? I said checks. Checks, yep. And then so my third would have to be Frosted Mini Weeds. Mm. Oh, I can't believe no one took Frosted Flakes. How did I yeah, forget that? Yeah. Oh, well. I feel like I had that so much as a kid. Yeah. But like, I just, man, it's too much. It's hard to pick. I mean, there are so many cereals. Very good ones. I like Reese's Puffs. Do you? See, I was never really a fan yeah, of the had. chocolatey cereals. And I never personally. had uh, fruit Fruity Pebbles. Neither have I. I didn't care too much they just for got the really stuff. soggy. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do we feel on uh, Lucky Charms? Just, just for, the marshmallows. Forever, I didn't have it because of the marshmallows. <laughs> you didn't like the marshmallows. Really? See, I thought the marshmallows yeah, were kind of yeah. like the best part. Yeah, it's the best but, part. Yeah. Um, but my lingering. my thing, my uh, family always got life. We, life was always at ours. And cinnamon and toast crunch was the, the big treat. Like, I always loved that. Yeah, I could probably have like 12 bowls. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. It's the best, yeah. And the commercials are great, too. They're just and eating each fun, other. Like at Walmart, I saw they make cinnamon and toast 
toast crunch popcorn. Like they sprinkle what? all that on it. Cinnamon toast crunch pancakes. Wow. All this stuff. Whoa. Ooh. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Too bad I'm on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The cereal, that's, that's dangerous. It's so sugary. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. as a kid, though, we would only have like the plain corn flakes and like then like frosted flakes. That's like literally how we would have as kids. What's, what's the frog one, though, that I was talking about? It's not like honey, honey oats, crunch or honey something. something. Yeah, like when you said that, I thought it's like of, really gross. Well, I think. Well, remember <laughs> all, is all the good. Name. <laughs> 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 uh, remember all the old mascots? Like they're not like that anymore. Or tricks. Tricks is one I never really had. That's the, the cereal, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like no. the fr- or is the fr- that just yogurt? No, no, no. It's, it's a cereal. Uh, cereal. Yeah. cereal. Yeah, tricks are for kids. Did what? they did they have yogurt? Because I remember there's like the go the go. There is, yeah, yeah. I think right? they do. The tricks. I thought there's a tricks yogurt. What's um what's the circle little pops? Is that uh kit? What's the oh kicks? Oh kicks. Yeah. Is that what they I don't is? think they make yeah. those. They're too, like right? little circle yeah, yellow yeah. balls. Those yeah, are pretty yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. What it's was? like it's similar to like life where it tastes like there's sugar in it, but there isn't. There isn't somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the ones that you got the baseball? Well, also, cereal dropped their game. Like, you used to get free, you would buy the cereal for the prize in it. What was that? And now I don't Definitely. even think they do that anymore. Like, I remember back in the day, it was like um, the uh, the spoons that like change colors change in the color. milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And wow. they don't do that anymore. That so was these a kids memory. will never know. That just took me back. <laughs> Yeah, man. And then, like, if you ate enough, you sent in the the thing to get a free cereal bowl. Yeah, something I, like that. I would always start that. And never, we never sent anything in. I think we did it once. Did you? I remember once we went and everyone like people were cutting out the things from the boxes in the in store. The store. Nice. Well, do you remember that? I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But like box tops. Yes. Is that a still a thing? It, still it is, but I think it's like different now, yeah. where you don't have to cut it out anymore. It can be just like a scan, like a scan or something. Or whatever. Like that. Hey, yeah. Maybe so we I remember can make getting our... that for our, for our school growing up, our public school. They would say like, if you ever have box, like send in your box tops, and like we would. All that. Yeah, we would get a free dress down day if we brought in a certain amount of box oh, tops. Nice. So yeah, because my music teacher, they would he would get guitars from it. So like you could get like a cheap guitar if you had like a thousand box tops or wow. something like that. So like we would always ask for all the uh, all the box tops. I guess that makes sense now because I never really from understood the soups too, right? What? The, the box, box tops. tops. Yeah, like you cut it out on yeah, a lot of the different... A lot of the different things. Because I was always soup, like, why soup. do the schools need box tops? Like, what does it do? But Apparently I guess it helps like with currency supplies. Or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. See, like that was something that was genius. <laughs> like, yeah. Marketing and it worked, like you yeah. cut it out off of what it's you purchased like and then you helped the school. Now it's a lot. Maybe different. we can make off brand cereal. Catholicos. Catholicos. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple of goals it's like now. Mini rosaries. Yeah. <laughs> we want to make a cereal. Yeah. We're going to have a dad joke. I feel like we were something else we talked about on an episode. Oh, a golf outing. One day we'll have a golf outing. Yeah, yeah. I think we should be able to, we should. Aspire to write a children's well, book. Yes, I would like that. <laughs> right, I've spent all morning today. Elliot was on a book kick. I don't know why, but we were just sitting there. I w- it was like an hour and a half of just reading books. That that's just probably up a new one. The easier one out of all of them. Yeah, I have to say, we like, definitely like, probably could do so it. So simple, book. like oh. some of those books. That's just like count like, like animal two noises words or, or something. something. Like every page is a picture of an animal, and then like moo, like and then the next page, you know, the Jimmy Fallon book. Oh it, yeah. It's, 
Yeah. Dada Moo. He literally, he literally <laughs> like, sold on. that on his like, name alone. Could do that. I know. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, Elliot loves that book. That was his first words, Dada, because of that. Nice. I would think it's because Shout of out book. Mr. Bonomi. He made a book, remember? Yes, he did. Shout out Mr. B. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> See, like, those are cool things that we just got to we gotta do it. Yeah, we can do a, a nice um, faith-based kids book. Sure, let's do it. Let's make it. Let's start a Kickstarter. Let's do it. <laughs> you can. You can. Uh, we gotta get some illustrations. Some we'll put some. Uh, yeah. My illustrations aren't because I. Well, we have the guy <laughs> who does stick our, figures and stuff. So oh, maybe he could do our. Uh, We're really asking a lot. We're gonna have to start cutting a check <laughs> <laughs> on our zero zero dollar budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But all right, cool. This was great. Um, Want to shout out all of our socials? We we're, we're trying. We're working on different things. We got Instagram uh, at Mustard Seed Five Twenty One. Uh, check us out on YouTube if you're watching right now. Um, Patreon, Spotify. We're on Spotify. Um, so everything will be listed below in our YouTube uh, comments. Well, and I forgot to mention. I was I wanted to say it this episode, but I just found out there's like a way that I can throw music up without it being as pricey. So we're going to start releasing music on, on Spotify under Claire and Josh. So, so very soon we're going to start releasing some music. She was super excited about. Yeah. That and, is uh, awesome. That's I think great. a lot of our uh, um, mustard seed people love that. The music's been so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I love that piece. Yeah. It's, been, it's been good. I love the expansion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are, like I said, we are going to try to get a Beyond the Field going again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, man, our schedules are busy. I yeah. think it's uh, maybe because uh, you're away next week. Maybe I can see if James wants to do one of those. There you go, man. Keep him rolling. I asked him yesterday. Hey, James, oh, when you're listening on Spotify, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you've gotten this far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I think he was. I don't know when we talked about Penn State and him being there because he just talked to me about that. Oh, so he did. I don't, I don't know, he might be back a little bit. <laughs> if you have gotten this far on the episode, we. Shoot it in the comments. Give us a little comment. If you made it this far, say, I made it this far. Just write it in the comments so we know. Um, (laughs) We'll get to you. (laughs) Stay uh, rooted in your faith. Rooted in Christ. Rooted in Christ. I really like that line. I think that could be a great send-off for us. Yeah. Stay rooted in Christ. And uh, we appreciate everything that uh, you guys are doing, watching us, uh, subscribing. Uh, Please like, comment, subscribe on any platform. Appreciate it. Subscribe, unsubscribe, and then resubscribe. A little (laughs) part of my take action. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace.